Hi, I'm Morgan, and welcome to the Morgan.xyz podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about convertible notes and why I really don't like them. Here we go. Let's get started. Okay, so you're probably wondering, hey Morgan, why don't you like convertible notes? Everyone's told me that they're easy, they're fast, and the best part about them is I don't have to talk about valuation. Well, I have to tell you that that last point's not really true. Here's the deal. So yes, convertible notes can be quick and easy on the front end, but they can also be actually very painful and complex on the back end And that whole concept of not having to talk about valuation, that's not really true, and here's why. Well, a convertible note could be either capped or uncapped. Now, there maybe was a time, I don't know, I don't know the time, but maybe there was a time where people were raising money on uncapped convertible notes and saying to people, hey, give me $500,000 and somewhere down the road when we figure out valuation, then we'll figure out how much that $500,000 bought you. However, last I checked, no investor really wants to invest money unless they know what they'd get for their money, which leads to a cap. Now, a cap, yes, it's different from a valuation. They're not the same thing. But when an investor looks at putting money into your company, and they look at the cap on your note, they're gonna kinda look at that as a valuation. And I've heard a million times when someone's raising on a convertible note, an investor's saying, oh, their valuation was just too high, or hey, you should check this company out, their valuation is really low for where they're at, and there is no valuation, it's just a cap. But wait a second, I thought those were two different things. Eh, not really. I think investors a lot of times look at them as the same things. Now, here's where it gets complicated. You think, well, it's going to be easy because I can just keep adding people on. They can, you know, months later make the decision. And hey, this makes it a simple way to be able to raise money for my startup. What you might not think about is the fact that convertible notes have something called a maturity date. This means that at some point in time, the note matures. And then guess what? You have to do something. There's some event. Maybe it's paying your investor's interest. Maybe it's converting the uh, note to equity. There's a lot of different things that can happen, but that's where it gets complex. And there's also interest associated with convertible notes. So here's an example, and one of the reasons why I've stayed far away from convertible notes. I have a friend who started a company and raised about $1.5 million on a convertible note. Well, guess what happened? The note reached its maturity date, but he wasn't at the point where he was ready to raise his next round. And so what it said in his note is that he would start paying interest because a convertible note is a debt instrument. Rather than raising money for your company and having that be you know, given out in exchange for equity in the company, instead what you're doing is you're taking loans, you're taking on debt which means that if you don't pay off that debt, there are cases where you would have to pay interest on that debt, just like a traditional loan. Now, if you've raised millions of dollars using convertible notes, those interest payments can be huge. In the case of my friend's company, the interest payments were so large, it actually meant that he couldn't make a critical new hire, but instead was paying thousands of dollars to investors that are already millionaires and don't really need an extra $1,000 a month. But that's where the note really got 
back and bit him. So that's just one example of where the maturity date can create complexity. But what about this whole concept of it being easier and cheaper? Well, you should actually talk to a lawyer and really compare. If you're doing a very simple round, let's say a seed round, then you may not have a lot of complexity to your company. There might not be some really detailed cap table yet uh, or a huge customer list that you have to be able to make sure everyone's on board with who's paying what and what's happening. Instead, it could be really, really simple, in which case it's like you and a co-founder and maybe an employee or two, and maybe you have one or two customers, but any of those really simple situations, why not just raise a priced round? Because the convertible note isn't getting you around the conversation of what your valuation is. The cap's already doing that. And then you have all these complexities around maturity date and do you have to pay back the note or does it convert to equity? And then I forgot to mention that also with the convertible note, you're giving investors a discount on your next round, usually say a 20% discount which is great. Discounts are awesome. And for people that believe in you in the early days, great. Give them a discount if you really want to. But if your company takes off like a rocket ship, hey, why should you be giving out discounts? Couldn't you actually just get those same investors to invest again, invest their pro rata or more because they're really excited about what you're doing? I think so. And this is where a priced round makes a lot of sense. Unless you have some really pressing reason why you feel like you have to do a convertible note, it's not going to cost you that much to do a price round, and then you're not going to be taking on all of the complexities that come with a loan or having debt. And instead, you get to enjoy a very simple transaction, which is an investor gives you money, they have a very clear understanding of what the valuation is, and you're giving them actual shares in your company, and that's it. They're an investor. 12 months later, 18 months later, there is no maturity date. Now, you should, of course, have a plan of, hey, here's what I plan to do over the next 12 to 18 months. Here's my financial model. Here's when I plan to raise my next round. Do all of that great stuff, but that's independent of the mechanism that you use to raise money. What's really nice about raising money on a price round is that once you've gone through all the trouble of raising, you don't have to monitor some debt instrument along with all the other things you're doing as a founder. Because that can be really stressful. And I can't tell you how many founders I know that have convertible notes out there. It's gotten complex. They're not on the timeline they expected. And now to add on to all the stresses they're having with not quite being at the right place to raise their next round and not quite seeing the customer traction that they wanted to have, they're now dealing with interest payments to investors and all those other things that you know you never thought you had to deal with because everybody told you the convertible note was quick and easy. So I urge founders, really take a look and decide what path you want to take. Sure, if you're raising $100,000, yeah, you might not need to raise a price round. That might be overkill. But if you're raising $500,000 or more, take a look at just raising a price round. Unless you really think that you can defer the conversation about valuation and raise on an uncapped note, there really is no big advantage to it. Go with the price round. You'll be happier now. You'll be happier later. And honestly, what do you want to do? Start your company with debt or start your company with no debt? It seems simple to me. And I personally would also much rather have investors that have equity in my company than investors that are waiting for some event to determine if they have equity, if they get interest payments. Forget all that. Raise the money. 
at the time that's right for you. And then, hey, things may not go according to plan, but at least when they don't, you'll be able to look your investors in the eye, people that have shares in your company, and tell them, hey, things aren't going according to plan. Here's what I want to do, rather than looking at people that you now owe money to that are also not very happy with what you've done. And to save what? $1,000? $2,000? What is the real savings? Ask a lawyer. You'll find out it's not really as much as you would think. So that's my two cents on convertible notes, why I don't like them, why I avoid them, and why I think founders that are raising a seed round should just stick to a priced round. Because you know what? If you want to delay the conversation about valuation, you probably can't. All right. Well, that's it for me. Trying to keep these podcasts nice and short so that you can listen to them, get a nugget of information, and move on. Hope this is helpful to you. Otherwise, if you think, hey, this Morgan guy doesn't make any sense, then don't listen to any more of my episodes. But if you liked it, then keep on listening. Uh, Read the blog, comment, send me an email. Uh, Always love to talk with other founders and share our thoughts and ideas. And just one final disclaimer here, I'm not an expert. I am not a serial entrepreneur. I do not have a ton of experience with startups raising money and different funding sources. What I'm doing is talking about my own experiences and what I've learned from our experience raising money and what I've learned from other founders that have raised money. But don't take this as fact. Don't say, hey, Morgan said this, so it must be right. Who knows? All the different inputs that you're going to get running a startup need to be uh, weighed using your own judgment and your own thought process that goes along with making the decisions you're going to make. So, Take what I have to say with a grain of salt, but just know that, hey, this Morgan guy, not a big fan of convertible notes, and now you know why. Thanks for listening and looking forward to talking more about startups, fundraising, angel investing, all that good stuff on the next episode of Morgan.xyz. Take care. Have a good one.